Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Before we begin, let's just take a moment to arrive, settle down. Pulling our spine straight. Open your shoulders. And close your eyes. Connect with the breath. Coming in. And flowing out. Invite that peace, calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. <clears throat> Thinking of a beautiful flower unfolding, just relax your facial muscles. Relax your neck. Relax your throat. And shoulders. Relaxing your spine. Soften the belly. Get grounded. Bring your full attention to the breath that's rising and falling. Full attention on this breath. Breath is coming in, breath is going out. Pause your breath for a moment, wherever it is. Listen to that heartbeat. You can't hear it, imagine it. Pulsating through your whole being. Release the breath before you begin to stress.
Hazik again. And release it before your body begins to stress. Pause the breath again and bring your mind to the center of the forehead. Utmost attention on the stillness of the mind in the center of the forehead. Your eyes are slightly pulled up and pinned to the center of the forehead. Have this image of a triangle between the center of the forehead and the two eye sockets. Mind is resting on the top of the triangle. Eyes are still, mind is still. Release the breath. Pause it again. Let your mind rest in the center of the forehead. And slowly release it. Thank you. The heart is the space of Ma. Ma is the name of unconditional love. Available to us all. This love flows towards us not only from an individual, Ma is not an just an individual. There is a Ma, earthly Ma, who has given birth to us, but that Ma is in so many ways. Holding us, providing everything we need to us. The breath is also called Pranamai Bhagavati, the Divine Mother in the form of Prana, life force. 
she's entering with each breath, bringing us back to life in the form of water quenching our thirst, in the form of warmth from the sun, in the form of space itself that enables us to exist. So this is why we go to our heart first. In the language of the ashram, we say, bow to the mother, the divine mother. That's just a language. The real feeling behind that is acknowledge the love available to you in one form or another. Just acknowledging that I am the recipient of that love that's nurturing, giving, holding, How beautiful it feels when you just feel loved. It is available to you. Why don't you feel loved? That's a whole different topic. So then we go to the center of the forehead. So heart is the space of ma. We acknowledging, first we acknowledge the love, that I'm loved. It's available to me. Then we go to the guru. The center of the forehead, it is said, meditate on the guru in the center of your forehead. This is the space of the guru. Guru means that which is higher. Guru means Pure consciousness. Nothing can contaminate that purity. Nothing can come between me and my guru. My guru means my own higher self. The highest I can be. It's humans who have risen to the level of divinity. It's humans who become saints and the divine beings. We all have that potential. This is why we bring our attention to the center of the forehead, acknowledging that potential within us. I'm loved and I'm capable of rising. I'm not stuck. Every day before our meditation, if you are given, received a mantra, you are advised to begin your practice by bringing your attention to your heart, Bowing to that sweetness in your heart and then bring your attention to the center of the forehead. Bowing to the Guru 
acknowledging the presence of that pure consciousness in your life. Then after receiving the blessing of the two, it is said, after receiving the blessing of the two, we proceed to do our meditation or begin our practice. When we bring our attention to the heart and we are really focused on that, how sweet it feels just to think that I'm the recipient of that love, that caring. Mind can come in, mind has a story that it has caught on to. And because of the habit, repeating that story so many times, I'm caught in that cycle. I've taken on an identity with that story. Neglecting the love that has been available to me through so many different ways. Someone may not have had that experience with their earthly mother, the mother who gave birth to it, but that's not your whole story. The miracle is happening continuously all around us. This miracle that we just touch Paying attention to the breath, what a miracle it is. The moment we are born, a little muscle in the heart begins to move. It starts, then it continuously beats throughout our whole life. What a miracle that is. Food we eat turns into blood, turns into nurturing essence. This whole body is such a perfect instrument. Distancing ourselves from it all, when we pull back to ourselves and just sit in the awe of this miracle that's closer to us than we can imagine. We go out looking for miracles out there Somebody appearing a stone, somebody appearing this and that. We call it miracle. What a miracle is happening here? We go across the world to see a miracle. But this miracle that's closer to us, we do not take time to really, truly sit and appreciate. How beautiful it feels just laying in bed sometimes instead of thinking about 
all kinds of stuff. We just totally relax and lie in the bed and leave our body soft and natural. Bring our attention to this breath. Feel the breath permeating all over my body. Feel the blood circulating all over my body. Within your body is the whole universe. There are mountains, there are rivers, there is ocean. There, the whole cosmos is within you. Sit with that thought. Everything is within you, microcosm, microcosm. You are the whole universe. Just sitting with that thought. You are sitting with some other thoughts also. Some little problems, some little irritation, some expect unfulfilled expectation, beating up yourself, beating up somebody else, all these things that we do in our mind. Feeling sad for ourselves, bad about ourselves. All these things. Taking that moment laying in bed and just being the universe. Stars, galaxies, oceans, rivers, mountains, trees, breeze. In Viveksar Baba Kinaram talks about this experience. Experience of a enlightened yogi. We are capable of, we have to imagine, why not imagine something big? But we keep imagining little things that create fear, that create irritation, anger, lust, greed, jealousy. We get caught up in all these things. If you have to imagine, let the flight of your imagination rise. Even for 10 minutes, even for 10 minutes. If you have heard me talk before, imagination plays a great role in what we create. What comes in, in imagination comes to reality too. Everything begins with imagination. Artist takes a clump of clay, has some kind of image, creates it. We create our own, whatever is all around us. We create our universe through the power of imagination, through the power of our mind. And we all imagine. The whole idea of this satsang, Bhavaji sitting, reminding, is really, it's all about how am I spending my time? What am I imagining? Everything arises out of imagination. You fall in love with somebody, you are attracted to somebody, you are fighting with somebody. It all starts with imagination.
if we could just purify our mind, we could just train our mind to imagine good things. We create a better world. You are given a practice in the beginning, okay? Imagine beautiful lotus in your heart. Even the opening of the lotus opens your heart. Thinking about a beautiful lotus opened in your heart, it lightens your heart, opens your heart. Okay, so the lotus has opened your heart. The Divine Mother sitting on the lotus. As an imagination, image given. On that lotus is sitting the Divine Presence. Blessing you. Be fearless. Have no fear. In your mind, in your image, you're creating this. My heart is open. I'm connected with the divine presence, and that presence is giving me be fearless. Even entertaining that for a moment dispels the darkness that has clutches on us. You can take that even farther. The presence is giving you a hug, embracing you, bringing you closer, giving you a kiss on your forehead. Just even imagining these thoughts for a moment frees you from so many anxieties and fears. Again, it's not just a little mental exercise in the mind. How do you put feeling to it? So, Putting a little feeling in it is like uh, you have created something, but then you are infusing it with life. Through our feeling, through our inner sentiments, we infuse life in it. Meditate on the Guru sitting on the center of lotus on the middle of the forehead. It's not like Guru is sitting in your forehead but just holding that image while your mind is resting in the center of the forehead. Mind likes an object, mind likes a form to hold on to. So holding on to just the white light in the center of the forehead. How Beautiful it feels just to sit with holding the just a little light size of a pearl. Or you can have a lotus and the lotus is sitting in the guru's form, blessing you. So you can run with your imagination. Sit with that. Form or form doesn't really matter. It's all for the sake of the mind. 
where my mind is. All these images are given just to keep the mind occupied into some higher vibration. Just even thinking of lightness in your heart, lightness in your mind is enough to move on with your meditation. We really shortchange ourselves by attaching ourselves to small things. We as human beings are capable of so much, capable of so much. Through meditation, we enhance our ability to manifest things. We can manifest anything we want. But just by thinking or taking a weekend workshop or meditating for a week and you say, oh, I'm not able to manifest and it all, it's all hocus pocus, it doesn't work that way. We have to devote ourselves to the practice. And it takes a little time. We may have to come out of our comfort zone. You are used to sitting uh, every night watching a TV for half an hour or surfing or reading something or reading those novels. Carving out that time just to lay in bed and just say to yourself that for the next 10 minutes, I'm really going to think about the things of higher resonance. Think about all the good things you have done in life. Think about the love you have given and you have received. The moment your mind is there, you are really, you enter a whole different dimension. The past, present, future line. Time is linear like this, in this dimension. But through our mind, through our meditation, we can enter a whole different dimension and time. And if you are there, you almost feel like a body chemistry, the chemistry of your body is changing. My, my guru is not in the body anymore, but I can go and communicate anytime I want. It's all about stilling myself, separating from this dimension, entering the stillness, taking my imagination to those moments that I spent with Baba. And while I'm there, it's very real. So wherever your mind is, that is your reality. Meditation, spiritual practice, it's all about training the mind to be in the right place. Spirituality is not a mystery. 
Yes, Babaji said it sounds very simple. I can do it. It's really not that simple. It requires constant remembrance. It requires the company you keep, what kind of people you hang out with, what kind of conversation you have, what kind of thoughts are you thinking throughout the day, what kind of books you're reading, what kind of images you are seeing. It all makes a difference. This is why there is great emphasis on praying, meditating, reading scriptures, all these things that different traditions have prescribed. It's all helpful just to keep the mind in the right place. This mind is constantly running out, constantly running out. And we get tired running with the mind. We get tired. So it's very helpful to really carve out half an hour, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever you can do. You don't have to sit in a lotus. You don't have to look holy. Just lie down in your bed. Be comfortable. And totally be with your mind. Just tell your mind, okay, mind, now we are going to think about the higher things without bringing it out because the mind will come and say, oh, you are just tricking yourself. This is not real. What is real? Something that you have been habituated about thinking or doing, the mind thinks that's real. Reality is something very different. <clears throat> there is so much happening in the world and you look at the news, it has happened before, it is happening now, it will happen. This is the Pleasant things, unpleasant things, unimaginable things happen. We can go on blaming somebody. All it takes is one crazy. There are always all kinds of crazy people out there. One crazy can go and do things. <clears throat> what do we do about it? We can be very upset, sad, feel the pain. If there is not much you can do, at least one thing you can do is maintain that peace in your heart, not blame, not go on a blaming game. That doesn't help. Prayers of her heart, maintaining that quietness in your heart is very helpful. 
whenever we are agitated, we are upset, we are angry, the vibrations coming out of our being become a collective vibration and that impacts our world. I'm not saying don't do anything, do whatever you can do to, to make a change in our physical world. Write letters, do whatever your thought is, let it be known, use the social media, limited. If that's all you can do, that's all you can do. But then take a step back, take a deep breath, focus on yourself to maintain that peace in your heart. Remember, remember, we have come in this world as an individual. And the one and only purpose of taking this human life is to find closeness to God, that supreme presence, that absolute, the oneness. In all different traditions, it is talked about, you find a seat next to God or you merge with the God or you find your oneness, your identity with that supreme. That's the real purpose of this life and this human world, human existence in this we exist. We do whatever we can, but this is not the whole reality. We also carve out a little time for this work. Anyway, uh, today just this thought had come to my mind to remind you that no matter where you are, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the story is, you can always find little time to be with something much higher, much greater, which is beyond this. Thank you, I'll be sitting here. It's a beautiful opportunity to uh, get together and greet each other. I see, as I go through the pages, I see each one of you and my heart goes to you and my blessings are with you for your continued good health, well-being, together with your loved ones. And please know you are capable of receiving love, giving love. You are capable of being a saint. Thank you all. And I would love to hear what's on your mind. And then you greet each other. Thank you, Babaji. Uh, if you'd like to speak with Babaji, you can let me know by chatting me. Or if you would like me to ask a question for you, I'm happy to relay it to Baba. While we're waiting, Baba, um, there was a comment uh, said it felt like as if it felt like as I was formulating a question, you were answering it. Deepest thanks. 
It's such a beautiful feeling when there are no questions. When there are no questions, then I really know that you are there listening and absorbing. The other thing is, please pay attention to how you hold mudra. It's called mudra. Mudra means in what pose you sit, stand, or hold your body in. Baba always used to tell us, we don't sit like this. Putting your head over your forehead and bend over. Because if you do that, all kinds of worries follow. It's a something that you pay attention to. When you are sitting like this, um, particularly if you put your hand on your forehead, hunch down, and if you are facing south. It's written somewhere in one of Baba's teachings in the Aghor Book of Wisdom that when you put your forehead, hand on your forehead, and sit, facing south, you'll see all kinds of worries just come and just weigh on you. This is why there is such an importance, like keep your spine straight, open your shoulders. What is happening when your spine is straight and your shoulders are open? Spine is straight, shoulders are open. What is this? Imagine that cross in your body. So, Hold your cross. Don't let the ghost come near you. <laughs> so, so. Now the questions are now coming in, Baba. <laughs> one, one is, why the South? I'm sure there is an explanation. Um, the, we all know the Earth is round, but somehow the electromagnetic flow from South is uh, heavy on your mind. So catch yourself when you are doing these kind of things because they really impact your body too. And that's what is called asana. Asana in yoga, yoga asana. What is the asana of a yogi? Spine straight, shoulders nice and open. So no matter where you are, if you are feeling like you are got worries and you are really down and you are um, depressed, that's the first thing you could do really, just hold your spine straight and open your shoulders, take a few nice deep breaths and look at the sky. These are the little helps that can come your way.
There's a question, Babaji. Uh, I have a problem that I'm having a very hard time releasing. I can clear it, but I find it erupting again and again. How do I process these feelings versus blurring them? Feeling welcome and um, how do you create a little distance? So don't make it your own. Don't make it your own. When you create a little space between, okay, here it comes again. Don't write, jump in and give a hug. Look at it. Look at it. Here it comes the feeling. And when I was going through that, Baba said to me, look at your mind. The mind goes, runs faster and makes it your own, embraces it, and now you have become the feeling. So create a little space. Let it be there. You don't need to eliminate it. You don't need to bury it. Just you need to just find a little space. Hold your breath. When you can see its feeling is coming, can you hold your breath right there and look at it instead of letting it come in? Finding a little space is very helpful. Uh, there's a question, a comment. Beautiful talk about Ma and Guru connection. Curious about the locale of heart and forehead. Well, it's a little easier than focusing on different parts of your body. These are a little more available to us and they're the center and the Every single cell has a heart. So th these are just a little easier. Your attention can go to. Every single cell of your body has a heart and has a forehead. So locale is, it's everything. It's just like pointing a finger. Don't hang on to the finger, you know. Look in what direction it's pointing and go there. If you hang on to the finger, then you are hanging somewhere else. Thank you, Babaji. Mm -hmm. um, next question. As it is prescribed that we pin our eyes upward to the center of the forehead, visualizing the guru in the center of the forehead seems like a physical activity, like trying to project a movie on the inside of the skull. I appreciate this reminder to keep trying to visualize otherwise. Focusing on the forehead is just hold this image that you have closed your eyes and very slightly eyes are pulled up, not too hard, just gentle, and then point. 
So like there is a pin here and two strings and two little balls here. So it's just a little imagery that helps uh, that practice. Just even holding the image of a triangle. Just hold the image of a triangle. You have seen the triangle. Then move to the top of the triangle and let the mind rest there. Sometimes uh, when you're during the meditation, your mind goes all over and the imagery are given, the meditate on the guru sitting on the lotus. But if that's all too much, just have a flame. That's why you have a lamp burning on your altar. Just look at the flame, close your eyes, hold the image of the flame. Let that be the image of the Guru and keep repeating your mantra. So any form is a good form as long as your mind is attached to it. I know sometimes people get um, too caught up with the form. Somebody say, oh, I can't get this form or I can't see the blue light. I have been meditating for this many years. Forget about it. Just, it's all about your mind being focused on one thing so it's not making the grocery list. And uh, there's one more, Babaji. Uh, your discourse today was so beautiful. I find it hard to maintain my peace in the context of suffering. Is it our job to have compassion and empathy while also finding a knowledge of the perfection of karma? How does one maintain knowledge of that perfection? Just by taking a little time every day, 10 minutes, forget about this, just push it all out. Be the universe. See the universe within your body. Just totally don't let your mind. Yeah, you got 23 hours to let your mind flow, but carve out a little time. Just do that. This is why we have a practice. This is why we have. Um, look at this. Even satsang, we took half an hour, 45 minutes to sit here, and we were not caught up busy with all kinds of stuff where mind runs, at least we're focused. So this is how. Pay attention to the company you keep, other people, thoughts, books, images you read, and minimize that, bring a little more time into this kind of work. Grow flowers, grow a garden, make the earth a little more beautiful. Straighten out your house, make your house beautiful. So bring your attention away from all that to create beauty and little seva, reach out to people, somebody who may be in need, help them out. Um, you can be, if you are prone to be an activist, write letters to people who can make an impact. So that's how you do it. If you can't do all that, just 
be happy. Thank you all. It's a beautiful to just sit with you and I just share whatever comes to my mind just by looking at you. So it may not be very polished and but it's good. Thank you all. Please share a little time with each other.